Hello and welcome to the Healthy Hustlers podcast, a series of healthy conversations with influential hustlers. I'm your host, Madeline Carafa. Welcome back, friends. Today, I'm very happy to have my lovely friend, the divine Davina Rankin, back on the show. Davina was a guest on my mum chats last year while in lockdown, and we literally hit it off straight away. Then the stars aligned, and we finally got to connect in person at the WellWeb launch event in the Gold Coast in February. And it was honestly like hugging a long-time girlfriend that I hadn't seen for a few months. (laughs) Davina is so warm and bubbly and has this beautiful ability to make everyone around her feel seen. With a background in reality TV, Davina is a former fitness model, personal trainer, and an incredibly savvy entrepreneur. She's a founder of We Love Brunch Co., which hosts a series of Brisbane's favorite female networking events, as well as a creator and author of the beautiful and thoughtful children's book, Empowered Moo, which shares a series of powerful affirmations to form self-belief and self-love in children. Recently, Davina has made some conscious lifestyle changes that are having a profound effect on her mental and physical well-being, passionately sharing her healthy habits, nourishing meals and spiritual practices with her highly engaged online community, showing them the positive impact it can have on your overall life. I was so eager to hear more about her health journey so far, and I cannot wait for you to dive into this very healthy conversation. Here's Davina pure harvest range of nutty oat milks are now available at Woolworths Australia wide. Available in three dairy-free flavours, Nut Bliss, Lush Almond and Macadamia Dream, you'll never have to worry about having ordinary milk again. With no added sugars, preservatives or flavours, pure harvest range of non-milks use whole organic ingredients that make beverages that taste great and most importantly make you feel good. Now available at your local Woolworths and leading independent supermarkets and health food stores Australia-wide. So nice to be back. I am so excited to have you back. I'm like, as you can tell, I'm like beaming (laughs) because I'm so excited to talk to you again. (laughs) You and I both are just sitting here with the biggest smiles on our face. I love it. I love it. Oh, no, I'm so excited to have you back. And um, obviously this time is a little bit different. So last time we focused all on mum life and, you know, hustling with babes. But now we're talking about you and your health journey. And I'm so excited to dive into it because I've loved watching all the wonderful changes you're making in your life at the moment. But I would love to start the conversation by finding out if you have a non-negotiable or like a little ritual that really helps you set the tone for your day. Well, I honestly truly believe that the beginning of your day does set the tone for your day. So like it is really important to make sure that those first few steps that you take are good ones. You're making the right choices. So like absolutely without a doubt, I love making myself like a warm lemon tea, like a warm lemon water um, or like having a tea. And then I love having a decent breakfast so like whether that's just a a bowl of veggies or a bowl of like you know oats and some beautiful fruits like I just really love making sure that my breakfast and my first few steps are just like are setting the tone for my day because I like if I was to go out and eat like a big hearty like oily kind of breakfast I would probably want to have a nap by 10 o'clock I'll probably you know it's just (laughs) um yeah so I, I love making sure that those first few things are putting me in the right direction. And do you prepare things the night before? Like are you super organized the night before or do you just kind of go with the flow in the morning as to what you feel like eating? 
No, I'm like, I'm one of those people, like I will milk it to the death. Like I will eat the same thing every day for like six months. <laughs> like I'm not, I don't know, at the moment I just, um, yeah, I just, I love my routine. So I don't need to prepare because I kind of, I've got it down pat, you know. I feel like most mums are kind of like onto it when they're like, we just know what we have to do and we can get it done really quickly because like in between nappy changes and cries and all that kind of stuff, you're just like ninjas. It's so true. You become so much more efficient as a mum, don't you? And you like do not procrastinate like you used to because it's like time is precious and this is what I've got. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I find it so funny like when I actually go and have a meal out away from home and away from Mila and I'm like I'm scoffing my food and I'm like, oh, I can actually like sit down, eat it in peace. I, I refer to Mila as my little ibis because she just picks at everything. So I'm like, you know, it's nice being able to go away from home and just not have to like eat like someone's about to steal all of your food. It's so true. Oh my goodness. It is so true. Oh, I know. Georgette, we've just started um, letting Georgia eat dinner with us. So we're trying to push her dinner back a little bit later, which is making me have to be very efficient because I have to have dinner ready at 5.30. But she ends up not eating off her plate and just sitting there and eating ours. And I keep saying to Ryan, I'm like, I don't think this is working in my favor because I end up not, I've already not had two meals for the day because she's eaten it all and now she's eating my dinner as well. <laughs> it's kind of like they're just like little diets that just are around <laughs> with you and they're just like the reason you're, you're wondering why you're you know getting skinnier and skinnier by the day you're like oh it's because my little my little walking diet's just eating everything <laughs> <laughs> so true so true goodness I can relate now do you have a healthy habit or something that's really helping you hustle the healthy way of late so this year I've basically just gone like eaten plant-based um, and that was just an intuitive decision for me um, last year. I don't know if we talked about it on our last podcast, but um, like I was just, you know, going through the whole baby blues thing. I like, it was COVID. I definitely wasn't nourishing my body the way I should be. So it kind of got to a point where I was like, I just don't feel great. So I started, like I cut out a few different things. And honestly, for me personally, it has made like the biggest difference to my gut health, um, my skin, the cl- my clarity, all that kind of stuff. I just feel amazing. So yeah, for me, going plant-based has been a, a savior for me this year. That is awesome. Yeah. Cause I remember last time we did our pod, it was like deep in COVID and we're both just like oh, in mum life trying to do business in COVID. And I remember it being like, just you know, it's such a tough time on our mental well-being, and you know, which obviously affects your overall health. So I've loved watching and seeing all of your changes that you're making, and it's just showing so much. You're like literally beaming in every way. And when I saw you in Queensland Aww. at the start of the year, I was just like, oh my goodness, you're just like radiating. So that's why I'm like so keen to dive into all the changes in that you've been making because they're obviously having such a profound impact on your life. Oh my god, I love you. And but you know what the thing is, it's like. Even just the small, like looking after your nutrition is just like a little self-love thing that you can do, which is, you know, you actually actively looking after yourself. And as a new mum, you kind of just run on autopilot and you're like, oh, whatever, eat whatever's in the fridge. Like you do everything a bit mindlessly. And then at the end of the day, you're kind of like, I haven't done anything for me. Like you, you feel like, you know, you put yourself on the back burner, which actually just, it just, 
it's like a snowball effect. When you're not looking after yourself, you're not giving those little, little bursts of self-love, you just feel shitty. So even like just making the conscious effort to be mindful of what I'm eating is like just a little reminder to myself that like, hey, babe, I've got you. I'm looking out for you. I'm doing these little things every day to try and make sure that you're good. So, yeah, I think that just for my well-being and mental health, I'm like, oh, well, I know that I'm looking out for myself, which is great. That is so good. That's amazing. So how did it start for you? Did you kind of slowly start integrating the plant base or did you kind of just go all in and just do it from the get-go? How did how did you make that those changes? At the end of last year, I was kind of like I – so it's just like little things like stopping drinking like three shots of coffee every single morning. I'm like, maybe I don't need my coffees every morning. And then I'm like, maybe I don't need to eat this much meat or maybe I don't need to eat this many processed things or like readily available foods that I can just open from a packet and eat, you know. And then I actually went to a health retreat, which was my first time being away from Mila for two days. And that was like no phones, no um, animal products, no coffee, literally just you like immersing yourself in nature and doing these activities and stuff. And I, it was amazing. Like going to bed without sitting on your phone or watching a TV, I I had the most amazing sleeps, like so deep. I was up at like 4.30 ready to go every morning. I'm like, what is going on? Wow. So I kind of Ooh. like implemented those. I know. I implemented those changes back into my home life. And Jack's my fiance is like, was actually so amazing about it. So he stopped drinking his coffees and he stopped, you know, doing things like, you know, we would we put a stop on our phones after 5 p.m. and we're like, let's be fully present for Mila and let's read at nighttime instead of watching TV. And it was amazing. Like we just felt so much better because that's without knowing, like some people might be like, oh, my God, that sounds like torture, but it's actually like little bits of self-love that you're doing for yourself. Like you don't need to stay up until 11 p.m. watching your favourite series. You're just going to be more tired the next day. So it's just like, you know, learning that you don't always have to be on the go and that you can be a little bit more mindful about your daily practices too. It's so simple when you think about it, you know. It's it's something that just actually is probably the easiest transition of my life. Like so many people have been like, how have you found it? How is this going? And I'm like, weirdly enough, it's actually the easiest thing ever. I just did it cold turkey, especially with like the meat thing and no milk and eggs and whatnot. Not saying that that is the best thing to do for everyone, but for me, I've had like some specific gut problems and skip problems and stuff. And for me, cutting those things out, I kind of just decided one day Um, And then I stopped and then I just felt great. So I never really went back. Although I have slipped up lately. I was really hungry the other day and I ate some chicken bites and I was like, God, these are so good. Um, But you also don't (laughs) need to put. God, that was so good. But um, you don't need to put a label on yourself. Like I'm not going to say I'm a vegan, I'm plant-based, I'm this. It's like this is kind of what I'm doing and it's working for me. And I'm not going to pigeonhole myself into a specific, you know, group of people because I'm just like doing what I feel good doing, you know. I'm so glad that you said that because I think that's so important as well because I know when Ryan and I went 
went plant-based and that was labeling it exactly it was a few years ago and it was after we went overseas on a trip overseas and we didn't have any meat and we felt so good and we're like oh let's see if we can do this at home and so there was probably like a good six or eight months where we like were fully plant-based and it was so crazy because one it didn't I didn't actually thrive on that type of diet just my makeup but it actually I found was really taxing on my mental well-being because I was so conscious of not eating anything that was outside of plant-based diet because I was labeling it to be a plant-based diet and then all of a sudden I just one day had this like I don't know realization that I'm like I don't need like I'm still allowed to eat predominantly plant-based but if I feel like a piece of meat or if I feel like that I can eat it like there's no actual rules around this I'm just placing the rules on myself yeah, you're not yeah. on a diet. It's just exactly. your lifestyle. And the moment that I adapted that and I just felt so much better and freer in myself. So I'm so glad that you touched on that because it is so important to like we don't have to label something. It doesn't it's about what feels good and what feels right for you. And like, isn't it funny where like the first people to just like come down on ourselves so hard, you're like, oh my God, you've done this, you've messed up. Like, just give yourself a break. You're doing the best you can. And yeah, like that, I think when you start putting labels and limitations and when you're saying, I can't do this, it's like looking at that big red button that says, don't push. Like all you want to do is push it. (laughs) So, you know, if if you're navigating through your life, um, just going with what feels right and what feels nice, I think that's the best way to look at it instead of being like, I can and can't have this because you know, this will make me fat, this is bad for the environment, blah, 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 blah. So what would you say has been the biggest, like had the biggest impact overall? Is it the the food and the way you're nourishing your body or is it the mindset shifts that you've been able to make around your lifestyle or more the awareness that you have now with getting offline and having that space? Definitely my mindset. Um, absolutely. Like even just like the brain fog that I felt like I was just kind of living under a cloud for a really long time. It is really hard to, to like not slip back into those unhealthy habits, which I have found that I'm like slowly finding myself getting back into them, but I'm actually going on another retreat soon. So I'm like, okay, okay good. Okay. Maybe every six months <laughs> I just need a reminder. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. like just a little reminder yeah. because it is hard. Life is happening around you all the time. Um, and our job, you know, we are – reliant on social media and being online and being go 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 all the time so it is hard to like step back and be there just fully present for yourself but um yeah I think definitely my mindset obviously like the changes in my body that's massive and I think like when I was not feeling my best like I've lost over 10 kilos now so when I was at my not that it's my head well my personal heaviest I didn't feel good and I didn't, I wasn't looking after myself. And I think the fact that I kept looking at myself in such a negative light, I had no real ambition to do better because I was just tired. Like I was always tired. I was always like down on myself. It was just this big ball of negativity. And I'm also, you know, I feel like I'm better for my family. I'm better for my fiance. I'm better for my daughter. I'm probably nicer to the people people around me. I'm not so stressed and like overwhelmed all the time. And I find like just day-to-day things I can look at easier, you know, whether it's like 
getting back to emails or planning out my content or, you know, doing jobs for other people, I don't look at it as overwhelming now. I kind of can just be like, all right, cool, I got this. Like I, the clarity and, yeah, mental focus I've got now, mental focus, you know what I mean? I just love so much too, like, and I know you touched on this a while ago, but is that the awareness that's there for you and it's something that always comes up in the podcast and I do talk about it a lot, but I feel like from people starting their journey or wanting to make these changes, a lot of it does come down to that awareness, which is the awareness that you had on the retreat of like how good you were actually feeling from things that weren't serving you. And it's such a big piece of the pie when we are, you know, making these healthy habits is really getting clear on what is not serving you, what is not allowing me to show up as my best. And it might be things like going to bed earlier or getting off your phone or, but then it is also that awareness needs to stay there as well on the journey because, you know, like you just said, it's easy to slip back into some of those bad habits. And I know as soon as I'm in a bad well, rut, like I just like turn work. straight to like meditation. Yeah. But we let, we let go of it because we're like, oh, we're feeling so good. Everything's working. And then it's like life gets ahead of us. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, okay, I've just gone like five steps backwards. <laughs> Why don't I keep up my meditation practice, my going to bed early, my eating healthy? So the awareness is something that needs to stay with us, you know, throughout that journey as well. I feel like not everyone was born as an old soul and should know all this stuff. Like we're all just figuring it out. We're all just going through life being like, okay, like, you know, you just can't be so too hard on yourself. Like, and it is, it's like exercising. You've got to keep exercising. You have to keep eating healthy to be able to, you know, keep your body nourished, to be able to keep your like insides healthy. So it's like mentally you have to remember that, like you just have to keep putting in these little daily practices and yeah, just take it one step at a time. You don't have to go full crazy all at once and it's not going to be perfect forever. But as long as you're doing little bits day by day, like overall, you will be better at the end. And now have you read any books, I guess, along the journey or together or of recent times that have really had a positive impact on your mindset? I really love like educational books. So I love books like Plant Proof from Simon Hill. I don't know if you listen oh, yes, to his yeah. podcast. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, like it's Simon. very informative. I really love learning about like gut health and stuff like that. So that's like my jam at the moment. But you know what? I was supposed to write it down. Um, I will give you the info so you can put it in the show notes. But um, I actually just randomly picked up this book. I think it's called um, Find Your Zen or something like that. And I read it over a weekend that I was, Jackson and I had gone away for like our anniversary. And it was just a whole heap of little paragraphs or little um, chapters of different ways to kind of bring yourself back. So there's like meditation, manifesting, the power of positive like thinking. It was just such a great book. I'm so sorry. I can't remember the name of it, but I will let you know so you can. No, yeah, I'll definitely put it in the show notes. So yeah, that would be Awesome. I'm going to read it as well. It sounds so cool. I love books too that you can just pick up and read any chapter. Yeah. And it's super easy read and it's like very, it's quite a quick read too, but it was just like, oh my God, I need to manifest more. Like, and it's, you know, talks about his experiences and like people that he knows. And then it kind of just goes on about like a whole heap of different things that you can do to help kind of be present and help to be mindful and help to empower your life just by you know, your mindset. That's awesome. 
our mind is so, it's so funny. Like when I first started these conversations, it was very much like health, health focused. And it's like, the more that the journey's gone along and the more I've just realized like how important our actual mindset is to our health and how closely linked that they are. And it's funny now because all of the guests that I have, oh, you found it. Okay. (laughs) You've got the name. I love it. I found it. Yeah. Sorry. It's called Good Vibes, Good Life. How self-love is the key to unlocking your greatness by Vex Camp. Oh my goodness. I even love that name. Okay. I'll still link that in the show notes. That's Mm. awesome. Oh, thank you. I'm definitely going to try that one out. Books are so good. I just love, I like, I've made a really conscious effort this year to go to bed as well and to read because I find the nights that I don't, like I literally just end up laying in there and thinking about the most stupid things or you know, whatever is on my mind, whether the reading just really allows you to kind of switch off. And I think it's so good for your subconscious as well. I actually think there's science around that to show that like whatever you go to bed thinking about actually has more power in your mind. So I've made a really conscious effort of making sure what I'm going to sleep thinking about is a really positive thing that's like actually empowering me and my life rather than something that I'm anxious or overwhelmed or stressed about. Absolutely. I actually had to switch from reading like my educational books um, at nighttime because I found like I was just like getting really excited. It was actually quite hard for me to switch off because I was like really excited reading it and I was really wanted to share all the information that I was getting. Um, So I actually had to go out and buy a book I'm reading currently, it's like about this family who had gone over to Italy and had a summer in Italy working on a farm and they're like in Tuscany and stuff. So I'm like at the currently like going to sleep dreaming of Tuscany and picking like tomatoes in a tomato <laughs> <Love> field. <laughs> yeah, I love that. You're totally manifesting that, babe. I love it. It's so good. So good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that is awesome. Well, talking about sleep, I do want to dive into something and you know what I'm going to ask you now, <laughs> but you put in your one of your posts um, yesterday, which I loved, that you sleep with crystals under your pillow. And I know that you and Mila use crystals in the morning and you've got her into the rubbing and on her belly and the deep breath. So I'd really love to dive into crystals a little bit because I do, I don't share too much on my socials about crystals, but I have gotten a lot more I used to just have them because they're pretty and now I've gotten a lot more into them of late and I do get quite a few questions about crystals so I'd love to dive into your take on how you use them and why you use them especially why you put them under your pillow because I did it last night for the first time after reading your post yeah well oh my god for the first time I know wow well I literally I'm I'm not even kidding you. So I have been a PT for like 10 years and I would literally carry crystals in my bra, like in my sports bra, because I would be in contact with so many different people all day. You know, I would intuitively pick which crystals like I wanted to be around me. If I knew someone was coming in and they were going through a breakup or something, I would like pick different crystals to keep on myself just to like, you know, help me not soak up any negative energy and stuff. Like I'm a full crystal Person. I love that. Um, and when I first, like when Jax and I first started like dating, I remember the first time he got into my bed, he's like, oh my God, there's rocks everywhere. And I'm like, no, <laughs> they're crystals. <laughs> I'm like, they're crystals. It's good vibes. Um, and he'd like wake up the next day and be like, oh my God, I've just slept on like three rocks. 
Um, (laughs) You're the best. I love that so much. But, yeah, I've always um, slept with crystals under my pillow or in my hand. Like I will clutch a crystal all night. And I just find, um, I don't know, I just find I'm definitely, I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff. Like I think if you were going to show me a shiny rock and say like this rock holds this power, if I believed it enough, I would I would make that manifest into, you know, my reality. I'd be like, okay, well, I feel calm and I feel this, I feel that. And I don't know, I guess it's something for me, it's just kind of comforting to think that like maybe this crystal does hold like beautiful, loving energy for me and maybe it is helping me relax. So, yeah, I just, I love, I love that thought of um, having crystals in bed with me and helping me relax and helping me, you know, have beautiful dreams and protecting my family. I'm a, I'm a bit funny like that though. No, I love that so much. And I loved that you um, put the definition of rose quartz in your, I think you put it in one of your comments that someone had asked about, but obviously it brings about that self-love and that calming energy as well. So to be surrounded by that is a beautiful thing. You know, every single thing in this world on the planet is energy at the end of the day. So if you're bringing that beautiful energy with you while you sleep, like what a beautiful thing to be able to do. We'll be right back after this healthy break. I'm very excited to let you know that my favourite nutty oat milks from Pure Harvest Nom Range are now available at Woolworths Australia Wide. I stopped using ordinary milks many years ago and started using delicious nut milks for my coffee, smoothies and soups. Since day one, I've chosen Pure Harvest as their non-dairy milks are free from preservatives and sugars, only containing the best and cleanest ingredients. Pure Harvest's new range of nutty oat milks come in three dairy-free flavours, Nut Bliss, Lush Almond and Macadamia Dream. You'll never have to worry about having ordinary milk again. With no added sugars, preservatives or flavours, Pure Harvest Nom Range use whole organic ingredients to make beverages that taste great and most importantly, make you feel good. Now available at your local Woolworths store and leading independent supermarkets and health food stores Australia-wide. Can you talk to me about how you integrate it into your like everyday life? Honestly, I've got crystals like in my car. <laughs> I have like like actually just crystals all around my house, like big crystals. Like I've got like specific ones, like amethyst in Mila's room. I've got like, you know, crystal clusters like around my house too. So but you can even get like crystal jewelry, like a nice like pendants and stuff. But um I don't wear any I've rarely read wear jewelry. But um yeah, I'm surrounded by crystals. <laughs> I love it. Such good energy to have in your life. Yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. so good. Um, now, I'd love to know if you have any, you know, I know we've touched a little bit on like, you know, mindset and obviously we've talked a lot about our health, but when it comes to actually protecting your own mental health, I guess, especially being someone who is online and, you know, in the media and stuff, do you have any really like go-to tactics that really help you making sure that you are nurturing um, your mental health, especially in, in tougher times or difficult situations? Putting my phone down is like just a big one. Like I find myself consumed. Like I can, you know, do what I need to do on Instagram, like write back to people and then I can like go into my web, my um, emails and then do that and then I'll go on to like look at Mila's webcam and like I can just find myself flicking through different apps. 
for ages without like without putting my phone down and sometimes I don't even need to be doing it like you know no one's even emailing me right now so I like I really putting my phone down is a big thing for me because some days when I'm actually genuinely working on my phone and getting stuff done I can find that I my head is heavy my eyes are heavy I feel like a bit frazzled so yeah, I think putting my phone down at specific times, like making sure that I don't touch my phone after a certain time, it's huge. Also, I've actually like unfollowed a whole heap of people that I used to follow. Like I think at one point I was following just a whole heap of people that when I was younger, I used to love looking at and following and I followed a whole heap of different pages. Like your priorities change, you know, as you get older as well. So I think just like follow, making sure that like who I am following I like people that I that I enjoy looking at, like people whose journey I love, um, informative pages. I love like science things. I love like, you know, obviously gut health and learning about like nutrition. So I love that kind of stuff. Like I think back in the day, like because I used to do like a lot of bikini modeling when I was in my 20s and stuff, I would just only follow models because at the time like that's what inspired me but also probably what made me feel like shit a lot of the time. So, yeah, just making sure that the accounts that you have are accounts that really align with your values and make you feel good. It's so important, isn't it? Like there's been so many times when I'll like just be mindlessly scrolling and then I'll have a moment of clarity and think, why? Like I'm not even interested in what half of these people are doing. And so I'll go and do a like big decal of my Instagram. And it is, it's so refreshing because at least then when you are online, you feel like if you're following people that are like-minded and add value to your life, you're actually learning as well and you're taking things on. Exactly. Yeah, it's so true. Do you have any tactics, I guess, for creating boundaries? You know, you've obviously become very good at setting boundaries in your life. I guess, especially when it comes to work, have you had to set any boundaries around work, um, working for yourself and being online? I definitely, like I'm one of those people that when I see an email pop up, like even if I'm in the middle of feeding Mila, I will like instantly be like, I've got to get back to them right now. Like, but it's just, you know, like I'm not only like I work full time, but I'm also like a mum most of the time too. Like Mila's only in daycare um, like a couple of days and even then they're not full days. So it's probably enough time for me to like wash my hair, have a shower, get a few loads of washing done. So it's (laughs) like, I I don't know, it's just making sure that I'm not too hard on myself too. Like it'll get done when when it gets done, but just, um, yeah, trying to be as present as I am when I'm doing my home stuff, like when I'm looking after Mila and when I'm, um, when I'm like feeding her or bathing her and Oh, you're obviously, you're really strong with your boundaries, which I love. And I think that that can be a really big learning for a lot of people is how to set those boundaries and how to be able to say no to things and that aren't serving you. So yeah, I was just wondering more what your tactic is around, like I know for me personally, when I first had Georgia and I was trying to do the business and be a mom and do all of this and I'm like, this isn't serving anyone. So setting those boundaries around like having an out of office on, trying not to get back to emails, which are not in my three days, like little things which are so hard at the time because you're so invested in what you're doing, but it's almost created those healthy boundaries for my business and also for me being able to be a mum and and be more present. Yeah, no, definitely. And it is hard because you want to get it all done. Like I'm one of those people that like 
I just feel like everything, it all relies on me. Like you don't have to get back to people straight away. Like people understand that you're, you know, you work full-time and you're a full-time mom and you're also trying to not set the house on fire. So yeah, (laughs) yeah, just not, I think you also like, I, I'm a big, big person that like I, a big thing that I struggle with is I put expectations on people. Like I expect people to need more from me than what they are asking for. I expect that I can't ask for help or, you know, things like that. So it's just kind of like getting rid of those expectations and really just being like, okay, you know, looking at things a little bit more simply instead of letting my anxieties or like my mind run wild. And do you have a quote or, you know, a bit of a mantra that you live by or that's really been something that you constantly seem to go back to and and keeps you on track? What kind of keeps me on track and what keeps me like realistic is I like to think like 1% every day. So if I'm doing something better just by 1% every single day, I'm still getting somewhere. You know, even if I've done nothing, if I'm sick or if I'm tired or if I'm just having like a mental health day and I just feel like shit, just make sure that I'm making maybe just like an extra conscious effort to not eat something that will upset my stomach or maybe like wake up and have a shower first thing in the morning and quickly just get a few emails done for five minutes and get it done. Like I'm just trying instead of like pushing myself and killing myself and making myself feel guilty for not getting to a certain level or not attacking every single goal on my to-do list because let's be frank who does everything on their to-do list it just never happens um so instead of you know putting myself down about it I just think you know just one percent just that tiny thing that I can do today that will make tomorrow better then yeah I'm happy Oh, that is such a beautiful approach. And I think, you know, we can be so hard on ourselves and like, I'm so guilty of making a to-do list that has like 15 things on it. And I know I'm not even going to get through that in a week, let alone in the like five hours of a day I actually have to work. And it is, it's almost then you get to the end of the day and you're like disappointed in yourself instead of being like, no, well, I've actually done X, Y, and Z or, you know, and so I've been really actually trying to like be my own cheerleader in like congratulating myself when I do things that are helping me serving my tomorrow self. So like if I get all of the food, say like Georgia smoothie organized and our breakfast organized and the bag packed for the next day, the night before I like go to bed and I say to myself like, yeah, girl, like you're bloody awesome. You're so organized. I love it. I kicked a goal. And then like in the morning, I'll say to myself, so proud of you for getting all of that organized last night. Like look how much easier. And it's like, you start your day on such a like positive note because you've already like almost given that positive praise to yourself so you feel like you're kicking butt from the (laughs) get-go yeah exactly exactly and yeah like I mean there's already so many things that are out there for us to like feel guilty about and for us to feel like hard on ourselves about but like I guess like it's it is also self-love too to like to not be so hard on yourself just to like Mm. understand that you're only human you know you're doing the best that you can so yeah, but I actually, there's a book, I think it's called Atomic Habits, um, and they touch on, they were talking about this cyclist team. Have you read it? 
No, but I keep seeing it everywhere. I'm like, oh, and then you mentioned it. I'm like, God, I feel like I have to read this book. Yeah, you have to go buy this book. Um, But they were talking about like this team, like a cyclist team um, that were just like the worst team forever and like some like bike people, like bike stores, um, like didn't even want to, you know, sponsor them because they were like, oh, we don't want them, you know, riding our bikes or make the bikes look bad. (laughs) Um, So anyway, they got a new coach and instead of like – just you know getting a completely new team they just did like all these little things so they like started looking at their nutrition and just maybe like give gave themselves a little bit of a diet and then they looked at like the clothes that they were wearing like what could we wear that was a little bit more aerodynamic maybe that could be like a tiny thing that could help and then you know over the time they just made these tiny little changes and then they became on to be one of the best teams you know in the world you know, it's those tiny things that you can do for yourself each day that overall can just really, you know, set you up. Oh my goodness. That is so good. And it is so true, isn't it? It's like all of these tiny little habits at the end are getting us to who our future self is or who she wants to be. And it's like, it's almost proving to yourself too, that you are capable of doing it. That's what I love. Hmm. Like when you're able to make these things a habit and you do them so automatically and you can reflect back on them and think, oh my God, like I actually am getting somewhere. Like I am evolving and, and my mind is changing. And you know, you actually get this like stronger inner belief that you are capable I think another thing for me is too, like I'm watching Mila watch everything that I do. Like if Mila was to watch everything I was doing this time last year, she probably would have picked up a few bad habits. But, you know, here I am like trying my hardest to like nourish my body the best that I can and to try and make sure that my mindset's right. And like I might look like a crazy crystal lady, but like at least that's, you know, keeping her mindful and like expanding her brain a little bit to what's possible, what could be possible. So, you know, just those little things too, like I'm like, what would I want Mila to see and how would I want her to feel about herself? Yeah, it's such a beautiful way to look at it. I actually read something the other day about how children were actually born very spiritual beings, but it's, you know, it's the logic thinking of adults, I guess, that squashes that in us. So Mm. the example was like kids see imaginary friends or have imaginary friends. And instead of playing along with that, we'll often refer to the say to kids like oh that's just your imagination or that's not real and we're actually squashing a spiritual part of them that's like in their being and I loved reading that because I thought exactly what you were just saying then like what a beautiful way to be able to grow up and from the get-go feel so connected to something bigger than you and to all what like I know now diving into my spirituality how much that helps me to always feel like there is a greater force than me and that I never feel lonely or worried or lose faith anymore because I'm just so deeply believe that there is something greater working for me and alongside me all of the time and it just has allowed me to let go of all of that fear and all of that doubt I hope that I can give Georgia that bringing up just from her mind and her imagination instead of having to go through those years of like self-doubt and limiting beliefs and then get into your late 20s and be trying to unlearn all of that stuff that we've like picked up and taught ourselves oh along God, the journey. so true. Yeah, absolutely. It's funny how we get to a point where we're like, it's almost too easy to think that you can manifest your reality. Like that's just too easy. Like there's no way. Life should be harder than that. Like, you know, I can't just be like a happy-go-lucky perfect per- a person and like live an abundance of like 
you know, health and wealth and knowledge and beauty. I just would rather be slugging it and miserable and whinging and complaining. Like it's so much easier to do that. So, um, yeah, like even with Mila, like every time she walks past the mirror, I'm always like, I am beautiful, I am beautiful, and she copies me. So, like, I, it's just little little things like that where I'm like, if I can just like get you into saying like, I am beautiful every time she walks past the mirror, then it's like, that's what she'll think every time she walks past the mirror. Um, and that's what like my book, especially like, I just really, she loves it. If I can get her in, into practicing these words, like eventually it'll kind of manifest into her existence. And like, she will truly believe that she can do anything she wants to do. Like she can become anything she wants to become so and that's definitely something that I think us as kids are like I don't think I was I ever thought like that it was just not even a thing back in those days like no one was really that mindful no and I think you know thinking you were beautiful was almost come with this like snobby up yourself you're too confident you love yourself like it was almost like people would pick on you like oh you love yourself and it's like whether well, now it's this flip side of like yeah I do love myself I um remember meeting this girl from America and she was a dancer and when I worked at Cotton on Body we were touring with the dance team and she was just so beautiful and so confident and one night at dinner one of the guys asked her like like how did you just become so confident and like just think that you're the most beautiful person? And she's like, every morning my mum would make us look in the mirror and tell ourselves that we're beautiful. And she's like, I've just always believed it. Like I've grown up thinking it and it stuck with me so much. And then when you said to me in your message about your book, Empowered Moo, and we were messaging about it and you're like, oh, Moo like actually goes to the mirror now and says, I'm beautiful. And so I've actually started doing it with Georgia as well. Every morning we'll go and I'll say, Georgia's beautiful, mum's beautiful, and now it's your turn. And she go and she'll keep going, one more, one more. Like she wants to keep saying oh it. My like, God, oh my god, I'm actually like, they're never too up. young. Like it's <laughs> But like, you know, having that conversation with you and then remembering what that girl had said, and I'm like, why am I waiting to teach her this stuff? Like she's absorbing so much right now. And if she can always grow up knowing like she is so beautiful, she's not gonna have the self-doubt that I did for so many years through high school, you know, thinking I wasn't enough or, you know, I was too skinny or I didn't have big enough moves, like all of these things that I went through and knocked my confidence, I'm like, I never want her to have to feel like that because it's not about any of that at all, you know? So yeah, thank you for that. You've like been a really big part of, of that. But um, yeah, it's, your books have really helped. I just love it. Like you wait though, you wait until the next book. The next book is just like insane. I'm dying. I wish I could just tell you all about it now because you, you <laughs> eat it up, you especially. Um, oh, but yeah, I'm so, so excited. And it's funny, like, is Georgia really into books now? Like, is she really loving them? Because oh, they're about them. the same age, yeah. aren't they? They are, yeah. I mean, I've read to her since she was, like, three weeks old, I remember, and, like, we've got this beautiful book about kindness as well. And, like, similar to yours, it's, like, you know, it's just those beautiful messages of how to show kindness. And it's so funny now, like, you know, I always just say to her, like I say hello to everyone we walk past and then I'll always say to her, we always say hello because that might be the only hello that someone gets or your smile could make their day. And she literally now like just waves to everyone, says hi. And I'm like, oh, I love that. Like she's only 20 months and she's doing that. And I'm like, yeah, I think that's, we just, we think they're too young and they're, they're not like they're, they're sponges right now. I think everything that we learn is between now and seven. So yeah. Oh, that's so beautiful. So, so beautiful. Uh, do you want to give everyone your 
Instagrams for your book so that they can stay up to date for when your new one launches? Yes, definitely. So um, I've got the link in my personal bio in um, the Dabby XX, but the book is called Empowered Moo. My first one's called Empowered Moo. Um, and the website is ohmymoo.com.au. That'll all be getting updated soon. But hopefully, like, um, we're pretty much at the end of getting it all done now. So hopefully it will be in my hot little hands in, like, the next month and a half. Oh, that is so exciting. I'm so excited for you. Davina, thank you so much for joining me again. I just, like, vibe so hard on you. You're awesome. I love being in your company. So thank you for today's chat. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I feel like I can go conquer the world now. I've just got the biggest smile on my face. It's always so nice chatting to you. Oh, no, you can. You are conquering the world, girlfriend. <laughs> so I'm so excited to see oh, um, what's you. ahead. There's also a lot of changes with your we are brunch there's some exciting announcements coming there so guys honestly make sure you're following Davina because she's doing so much epic stuff so yeah so excited to keep seeing you shine thank you so much babe appreciate it I'll speak to you soon bye thank you so much for listening if you enjoyed this episode please hit the subscribe button and leave a five-star review for any products mentioned in today's show please check the show notes below and hit the direct links If you'd like to suggest a future guest, please follow at The Healthy Hustlers on Instagram and send through a direct message. Until next week, don't forget to invest in you.